0: And Only gonna inspire. Motivation. All your hatin' is fuel to my fire. Motivation. Niggas plotting on the crown, so dress Motivation. Hey, but I ain't slowing down, nice I ain't Motivation. Yeah, a nigga don't stop my show. Motivation. Yeah, no, I don't stop I grow Motivation. Motivation. Shit, niggas can't make me suffer, just make me strong and make me tough. Yo, 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 what's going on, people? This is your boy the Mad One, coming at you with my latest edition of my podcast, the Ballroom, show number 51. Yep, we know side of 50, folks. We have way on. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. I had an opportunity recently to go back through all the shows that I did and all the feeds and the application that I use anchor, it keeps them in chronological order. So basically saying this to say, I started this project almost one year ago to this day. I was encouraged to do it. Someone said it might be a great outlet for you, a way for you to get your word out, your knowledge, your your opinions about certain things, and I took that advice. And one year later, show 51 episodes. 51 episodes. Means a lot. I truly appreciate you guys' dedication. I appreciate your time. Thank you for your love. On tonight's show, first up, we're going to talk some Houston Rockets. they won two out of three, so they seem to be on a hot streak. Houston Texans, we're going to touch on the new offensive coordinator and the new quarterbacks coach. I'm going to give a huge shout out to them boys over there in 3rd Ward, Texas. U of H men's basketball. Climbing to the top ten for the first time. And ooh, wait till I tell you, folks. Of course, we're going to bring you our dumb ass of the Day. And in this particular instance, we happen to have multiple Dumbasses of the Day. And as well as bring you our latest edition that's that bullshit. We'll be right back, folks, with tonight's show. Suddenly we dance. First up on tonight's show, the Rockets, they took two out of three over the weekend after a 127-1-on-one defeat at Sacramento. It's just games they're supposed to win at this point in time. However, they squandered a 26-point lead and lost at home to OKC Saturday, 117-112. And dropped 42. Westbrook had a triple-double. The biggest takeaway from that particular game was the Rockets were out-rebounded 63-49. That's just too big a disparity to to stay with a good team. So they're going to have to do something about that. But they were able to bounce back with the win versus Dallas on last night. and Harden continued his streak of consecutive games scoring 30. Going 11 in the final 2 minutes and 32 seconds when it all uh, but appeared that he wasn't going to get his streak of 30 games. He shot the ball from, hell, 59 and made a three-pointer, which gave him 31 points, so he was able to keep his streak alive. <clears throat> However, One of the goats might have had something to say about these so-called streaks of sort. Six-time NBA champion Michael Jordan said that his accomplishment of winning six NBA titles are tougher than James Harden's streak of 30 straight 30-point games and Russell Westbrook's 10 straight triple-doubles. Jordan, who, as many of you know, is is, is the man with the Charlotte Hornets, who's going to be hosting this year's NBA All-Star Game. So, needless to say, Mike's going uh, to have quite a bit to say this weekend to show off not only his team, but the city of Charlotte in North Carolina. Jordan said that milestones show the talent and it shows the progression in the league. However, to me, it's about the championships, and I guess that's why what Mike was trying to say is that his... Six NBA championship far outweigh all of the individual accolades that are getting highlighted in today's NBA. I mean, I can't necessarily say I disagree with with what Mike's saying. Steven with basketball, I want to give a huge, huge, huge shout out to them boys over there at 3rd Ward, Texas, U of H. And no doubt win Sunday versus Cincinnati. And more importantly than taking the league in the conference. U of H is ranked in the top ten in the AP poll sitting at twenty-three and one coming in this week at number nine. It's the first time the U of H has been ranked this highly since Akeem Olajuwon took them to The NCAA championship game, where they lost to Georgetown back in 1984. I mean, they have a very good team over there. Calvin Sampson has put together an excellent program. Facilities, support, financially, uh, spiritually, emotionally. It's all right there at U of H right now, and hats off for Tillman, for Tita, for coming in, and I'd really like to see how much money he's actually donated to this school, but shout out to you and Kevin Sampson for running the A-1 program and cracking the top 10 in the AP poll since 1984. We'll be, back. Show. we'll be back, folks, with, with the rest of the show. Uh, put your bands up. Uh, say it loud. I got it say it loud. Say it loud. Look here. Some people say we got a lot of malice. Some say it's a lot of nerve. But I say we want to quit moving until we get what we deserve. Yes indeed, yes indeed, bless indeed, that should be our creed, and nothing more than for these 28 days, yes indeed, yes indeed, and in honor of black history, it's sad to say that we lost another legend in the passing of Frank Robinson. Frank Robinson was a Major League Baseball player who happened to be African-American. Frank Robinson was a first ballot Hall of Famer. He was the first black manager in Major League Baseball with the Cleveland Indians. He was the first MVP of both the American and National Leagues. He was a Rookie of the Year, 14-time All-Star, manager of the year in 1989 and his number has been retired by three Major League Baseball teams. We lost a great one. It gets no better than this. Now, he may not be in the Hall of Fame and in the record books for the most home runs or the most assisted out in a particular game but his impact overall is just as important as the Hank Aaron and obviously the Jackie Robinson get an opportunity and we have youngsters out there that are still in love with the game of baseball Look up Frank Robinson. He was an amazing cat. Now he gets to play in that great big stadium in the sky. Jackie Robinson, Lou Campanella, Satchel Paige, and the others. did good, Mr. Robinson. It was a pleasure being one of your fans. Be right back folks with our dumb asses of the day in the latest edition of That's That Bullshit. Yeah, I look, I hear the sirens is screaming away the and then the inevitable. The end of the days, sad as it sounds. That's the price we all gotta pay. And the whole world knows God. So give it and take it away. Sit and watch my cigarette burn. Down to the ash. Reminds me of the now and the past. I save me a friend. habitually I'll stand in the past. Of the souls in the dark road leads away. folks boy the mad one tonight's show dumbasses of the day as many of you know and have heard Gucci with their cop gobbler sweater turtleneck sweater which resembles blackface and Prada releasing their monkey charms. Is it me or does the timing seem incredibly deliberate? A black turtleneck sweater with red lips. (laughs) Really? How in the fuck do you not know that might be offensive, so supposedly the the head of Gucci, who's from Italy, is going to fly into Harlem and have an apology meeting. They've issued an apology, but many celebrities, like Spike Lee, has come out and publicly saying. Said they're no longer support Gucci Noir product. I mean, I'm just saying, not at the point that that's something I have to worry about, protesting and boycotting someone I don't fuck with anyway. I mean, regardless. So, what is your apology going to say? That I'm sorry, I, I, I. The, I'm a big enough conglomerate that you, black people, have supported and contributed to me being a conglomerate. I can do shit like this, and I'm still okay. The fuck out of here. Oh, but Gucci and Prada are not the only ones that's been up to their ass this month. Well-known actor, Liam Nelson, was reportedly recently come out to have made a comment that due to the unfortunate incident of one of his close friends... Who happened to be sexually assaulted at the hands of a black man. That he was so enraged. That he was going to go out and start killing random black people. Fucking serious. So. The next time. Someone cuts you off in traffic. Are you just going to start running in the cars? I mean, you think about this, folks. This This is not a laughing, joking matter. This is actually what these people say and what these people do and what these people think. the fuck do you think making a turtleneck sweater with red lips that you wear around that particular area of the face is not going to be offensive? And it's not like these are brands that are not in the black community. Oh, niggas buy Gucci. Gucci probably give you status. Yeah, look at your status now. And because something bad happened to a close friend of yours at the hands of another race, allegedly, I don't know, I wasn't there. As my stance is always. You were going to go out and randomly do harm to people who had nothing to fucking do with that. Isn't that happen isn't that exactly what happened to the two shoppers in Kentucky and Krogers who were just going to get everyday items, maybe something for dinner for them family. But because you couldn't get into a locked church to do more carnage and more harm and more damage and more hate, you found two random people. So Yes, Gucci. Yes, Prada. I don't wear your shit. I can't afford your shit. Don't want your shit if I could afford your shit. I'd rather support an up-and-coming black designer that I know I have authentic shit that want me to wear their shit other than someone who's only worrying about the amount of wealth I can contribute to their conglomerate. Gucci Prada, Liam Nelson, fuck all y'all. All the dumbasses of the day. You really don't understand, do you? Hey, man, don't you realize in order for us to make this thing work, man, we've got to get rid of the pimps and the pushers and the prostitutes and then start all over again clean. Hey, look, nobody's pushing me anyway, okay? I mean, not you, not the cops, nobody, man. I mean, you want to get rid of the pushers, I'll help you. But don't send your people after me. You know, come on, John, can you see that we can't get rid of one without getting rid of the other? We got to come down on both of them at the same time in order for this whole thing to work for people. Hey, look, nobody's closing me out of my business. Yep, nobody's closing you out your business. That's been our mentality, that's been our thought process from the day we landed over here. And keep in mind these are only personal opinions. But as we're in the thick of February, which also happens to be Black History Month, take time to to really think about what black history means to you. Cause to me, I remember in school there were only two people that we were taught about, only two people, and we pretty much during that time could ever speak about, and that was Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Jackie Robbins. we weren't really educated about some of the true pioneers of our time and as time went on we as a people seem to have adapted to a mentality that it was the white man that was causing us our stress, our strife our pain holding us down. Knowing that it's Black History Month, it, it actually kind of angers me because the older I've gotten the more I do understand the sacrifices that were made by our ancestors for us and we still don't take advantage of it keep in mind some of that same bullshit that was going on with them still going on with us We owe it to ourselves to educate our youth about some one other than, and in their time, the only ones that they do know of any proven, prominence is Barack Obama. There are a variety folks I don't need to tell you who's who and who did what. I just ask that that we take a deeper look at our children's future remains connected to their past. Not gonna put the school out there. my son's in kindergarten. They did not discuss nor have an event surrounding Dr. King's holiday, but yet and still they were out of school. So his mom and I took it upon ourselves to order a DVD about Dr. King because it's important for me to, for him to understand Not just what someone else tells him, but get an idea for himself of who he was and make a decision whether or not he was on the side of good or on the side of evil. And I apologize for making this that personal because you guys know me. One is one and the other is the other. But I ask that we teach our youth about some of the struggles: Malcolm X, the Rosa Parks, the Marcus Garveys, the Meg Evers. Teach them the history of the Black Panther Party, not just the Marvel comic movie. That's what black history should mean to each and every one of us is teaching someone behind us what happened before us. So as we continue to celebrate this month set aside for us, our culture. Embrace it. We understand it. But we need to teach it. So those behind us. Can not only learn from it that. That they may grow as well. Damn right I'm looking at everybody differently now in February. always have always will. Not only black and I'm proud, I'm black and I'm black and I'm proud. Yeah, I feel yeah I see Bobby yeah, I right tell folks. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for sticking with me. This has been show number fifty one. I dig it. I appreciate it. I love the support. Thank you guys. I hope to get better to continue to improve, continue to educate you guys, entertain you guys. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. You can hit your boy every now and then. I might drop something on the socials, IG, as well as Twitter, D underscore, M-A-D-O-N-E. And as always, thank you until we hear each other's voice again. Peace and love. I'm out of this. Be